Welcome back to yet another MTG podcast. As always, I'm your host, Nigel, and today I am going to be quote unquote reviewing Brothers War as a whole. If you clicked on this episode and you can look at the title saying why I think Brothers War is the best standard set, you can pretty well tell that I enjoy this set quite a lot. And I enjoy it much more than I thought I would when I saw it on the release horizon. I am going to break down the five reasons why I think this set is great in all angles, starting right off the bat with Magic 30. This year is Magic's 30th anniversary, as everyone pretty well knows, and we are and we all know about the atrocity that is the 30th anniversary edition. If you didn't go listen to my rant on why that product is a joke and how crazy Wizards is, go check out that episode, What Is Wizards Doing? Anyway... The other Magic 30 product we received was the 30th edition Countdown Secret Lair. Super cool idea with tons of valuable reprints. Again, Secret Lairs I'm not a huge fan of since it's cutting out a lot of local game stores from sales, which, let's be real, where are we playing Magic the most? At local game stores where we gather with friends and people we don't even know to come together and play this great game. But the Magic 30th Anniversary Countdown Calendar thing, Secret Lair, that had 30 cards from all different years with all cool borderless and like old border and all different artists. It was such an amazing product. Yeah, it was a Secret Lair, which most likely means, hey, guess what? It's available for a limited time. If you want one, you can buy one. Oh, wait, it was limited? It was sold out in 30 minutes? Well, I'm glad I got mine, I guess, but now it's almost like a guilt trip that I got one because how many players that actually wanted this product didn't get a hold of it? But again, it's an exclusivity product for Magic's 30th anniversary. The Magic 30th anniversary edition also is, you know, just exclusive because it's $1,000 and it's proxy cards, so I don't know what player besides collectors are really going after that. And the Countdown Secret Lair was also exclusive with a kind of a high price tag of $150, but not the worst we've ever seen. But it was sold out in 30 minutes. So how many players that actually wanted this product to celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary actually got one? What I am saying is there has not been a product for all players to enjoy to celebrate Magic's 30th anniversary. I am here to say that Brothers War is that product. Brothers War is a historic event in Magic's massive history, so going back in time for Magic 30 is neat. Not only are we going back, but we are getting old border treatment artifacts that all need reprints. We are getting two amazing pre-cons showcasing each side of the war, all in old border. This product is available to all players and is great for new players and longtime veterans as well, and every player loves reprints. So right off the bat, you can see the main reason why I love this set. Let's celebrate Magic 30 by reliving a huge mech fight that happened so many years ago and shaped the world of Magic as we know it today. The second reason. The second reason I love this set is the playability in Sealed and Draft. If you had the privilege to go and attend a pre-release at a local game store, 
You know what I'm talking about. Great set to play in limited. So many amazing commons and uncommons to throw decks together. Also, who doesn't love fighting giant mechs together? I mean, come on. Also, the curveball of getting the reprint artifacts in draft boosters is a nice flair, and it keeps the price of them down by printing them in all boosters. That's right. You will get an old border artifact in all of your boosters. That means draft, set, collector boosters. Any boosters that you buy as a player, collector, does not matter. You are going to get a cool old bordered artifact. Now, it might not be the most flashy thing you've ever seen. It can be an uncommon, which is fine. You know, there are Swiftfoot boots in the uncommon slot. There's some other cool reprints that are neat. There's also some great uncommons, rares, mythics that are really fun to throw into draft. Um, I saw Mind's Eye at a pre-release. I was seeing all sorts of crazy stuff with Unwinding Clock and Power Stones. It was awesome. Imagine cool cards in every magic pack. Doesn't matter how much money you spend on a pack, you're guaranteed to get something cool. And if you haven't had a Rock'em Sock'em robot fight yet, get some friends together for a draft. Celebrate Magic 30 by getting back to the gathering as friends and enjoying an amazing set. Reason number three. Returning mechanics. Meld, baby. Meld is back and super flavorful. Urza and Mishra meld into their most powerful states before the war is decided. Urza, a huge planeswalker that has tons of abilities and can be activated twice. Mishra is a giant Rakdos monster that can easily end the game with its many modes. And we also get Titania as a massive tree that animates an army of lands. Super cool to see all of these characters stretching across two cards. Artwork is amazing and the meld is just a super cool way to pull it off. Meld, we have not seen such Eldritch Moon. It was really exclusively in that set. I started playing roughly around Innistrad, Shadows over Innistrad block, so I got to see a little bit of it. I really was not buying a lot of product at that point. Really didn't start getting buying a product into like Kaladesh Amon Cat. But Meld was so cool. I, my uncle had the two angels that turned into the giant Eldrazi thing. They were like the terror of the table all the time. They were, you know, the legends of the massive Eldrazi angels. Meld is such a cool mechanic. And in Commander, when one of them is a legendary creature, you can have it as your commander and run cards to tutor up the other piece. So you can have a Meld commander. I mean, that's just so cool. Titania's is on a land, and it's in green. How many land tutors do you have in a green? You got Crop Rotation, Silver and Scrying, just to name two of them. There are so many. Meld is such a cool mechanic. I'm so glad it's back. I hope it comes back more. It's so much cooler than cards that just flip over. You get to see an amazing piece of artwork spreading across two cards with crazy effects that just make the game kind of explode. We also got Unearth. Unearth is also back in this set, bringing a ton of flavor with mechs. Being able to power them just one more time before they are scrapped for good is really awesome. It allows for creative deck building in limited and allows for longer games in limited that turn into chess matches and can be grind fest to get a win. Makes for satisfying victories. Unearth is just Unearth is a really cool mechanic. We have not seen it in quite a long time. We've seen it in like master sets and reprinted cards. But Unearth is just really nice to see in a standard set. There's like Exiling Graveyards, which is super, you know, playable in limited and stuff now because Usually those cards weren't too, too great. Maybe you had one or two reanimation spells in like a whole set, or you had like a skeleton that kept coming back. But now these mechs, you know, you can mill yourself. You could, you can purposefully fill your graveyard with these giant mechs to have an explosive turn. 
And we have new mechanics as well. There are so many cool new mechanics from the set, including Power Stones. Power Stones are powerful artifacts that can be created through so many effects. Um, Power Stones are artifacts that say tap at a colorless, and they this mana can't be spent to cast non-artifact spells. Meaning, you can only cast artifact spells with it from your hand, but you can also activate abilities. You know what is an ability? Unearth! <laughs> Again, there are just some really cool really cool mechanics that kind of synergize super well in this set. They obviously knew what they were doing over at Wizards with this set. I don't know, meld, meld is exciting. I know there's only three meld cards, but how many do you even need? I mean, three meld cards for a set, you get three ginormous monsters. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know what else to say. There's cool mechanics. All of them are neat. All of them are playable in like a ton of formats. You know, Unearth is seeing Unearth sees play in other formats, you know, because mainly I play Commander, but I know it sees play in other formats. There's a lot of cool other cards that are definitely going to see. All right, I'm going to take a quick break, and I'm going to be back with the two biggest reasons, the two big reasons, mind you, that why I think this set is so amazing. All right, I'm back. These are the last two reasons why I think this set is just the best standard set we've received in such a long time, and I think it's it's a set that's not only for any particular group of Magic players. You know, we always get, like, Modern Master sets that are, you know, usually modern players, but maybe a few reprints for Commander. We get Commander Legends sets that are specifically for Commander players. This set, with reason number four, I think you can kind of tell that this is, a, this is a set that includes all players across Magic. And that reason is Serial Numbered Cards. I am not a huge fan of these or see the reason for them, but collectors love them, which is amazing because this product can be for a bunch of different players. Non-collectors get cool cards and old border reprints. Collectors get serial number cards and everyone is happy. New players can be introduced to commanders with some sweet pre-cons and veterans can relive the Brothers War from the first time they read about it. Again, this is a set for everyone that plays Magic and stretches across a ton of formats. Sweet cards for popper players and fresh commanders to be brewed around. We got a ton of cool new commanders from this set. Like I said earlier, three of them can meld into a bigger commander. There are just some really cool cards in this set. And it is it is a set for everybody. There's cool cards for um, popper. There's cool modern cards that you can maybe build with. There's really sweet cards, you know, for like limited and sealed and draft, like I said before. And there's there's cool commanders. There's cool commanders. There's cool cards for commander. There's reprints. And that is what we are going to look at in reason number five. The big draw of this set, I think, are reprints. There are so many amazing reprints. For this, I am going to go over to TCG Player. I know these sales, these prices are pre-sale, so these will drop. Again, these prices will drop, so I don't recommend buying them right now, but let me just tell you how much these cards are right now. So I am looking at TCG Player. I am looking exclusively at the schematic artifacts. They are the old border kind of Urza's sketchbook variant. So they are the coolest version you can get. These are non-foil prices because I'm not going to click into each individual card. I'm just going to go over the reprints and what the coolest non-foil version is going for right now. First up, the most expensive reprint in the schematics is Mox Amber. And right now, the schematic one is going for $40. 
that is pretty great for a mox. $40 for a mox is pretty reasonable. And this is the schematic one. The normal one's probably hovering around maybe $20, $30. That's my guess right now. Again, these are pre-sale. These are going to drop. Next most expensive, we got Ramos Dragon Engine. And this is the schematic art. All these are schematics. He is going for $14.97. The coolest version of Ramos that we have is now $15. I just did a quick take on him not too long ago, and he was like almost $40 for the cheapest version. Now you can pick up the coolest version for only $15. Worm Coil Engine, looking at $20. I mean, that's got to be one of the lowest that card's ever been. Helm of the Host, $8. Aetherflux Reservoir, $7. Thorn of the Animist, $5. I was just looking at this card for possibly picking it up for CDH not too long ago, and I'm glad I didn't because I think it was almost $30, $40. Unwinding Clock, $6. Ashnod's Altar, Schematic, the coolest version, $6. Mystic Forge, $5. Mind's Eye, $3. Mesmeric Orb, $3. Altar of Dementia, $5. Platinum Angel, $3. Mishra's Bobble, one of the most sought-after, uncommon zero-mana artifacts. In the schematic art, 390. Defense Grid, 367. Staff of Domination, $3.40. Chromatic Lantern, one of the most mana-fixing artifacts and ramp you can get in Commander. It has been always $10 to $15. It's always been a little bit out of my price range for a mana rock, but I think it's too expensive for it. Now the schematic is 350. Quicksilver Amulet 130, Cage Sun 270, Phyrexian Processor 165, Cloud Key 176, Semblace Anvil 125, Phyrexian Revoker 127, Howling Mine 142, Gilded Lotus 125. And every other card is under a dollar. I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, that is these are the lowest we've seen these cards, and I mean low. And these are pre-sale prices. Again, I don't know how much the foils are going to be. I'm sure foil Mox Amber in the schematic is going to be crazy expensive. I'm sure it's going to be close to like $80, which is fine. I mean, I like that some cards are chase-worthy. I mean, that is cool. Obviously, the serial number cards, we have no idea what the market price is going to be on those. I'm sure it's going to be high. Because how many of those are going to be pulled and how many of those are going to reach online markets and have an accurate price point? I have no idea who's to say. But those were just for the old border. Oh, excuse me. Those were just for the old border artifacts. There are, those weren't even technically the quote unquote main set. So let's take a look at what reprints we're getting from the main set. All right, the most expensive reprint that I've found is Diabolic Intent. Diabolic Intent is a CDH staple card as a backup to Demonic Tutor. It is a one and a black sorcery. It says sacrifice a, a creature is an additional cost to the spell. Search your library for a card, put that card into your hand, then shuffle. This is Demonic Tutor with a extra cost of sacrificing a creature. The extended art, $8.99. The regular art, $7. It is less than a jumpstart booster pack pre-sale. These cards are going to drop even more. This is going to be possibly a new budget tutor that you can pick up for any commander deck that you want to you want to build in the future. If you do not have a Diabolic Intent, you probably want to pick one up now. All right, next valuable reprint. We have Fauna Shaman. Fauna Shaman is another great tutorable creature. It is a one and a green elf creature shaman. 
It is a 2-2, and it says, pay one green and tap it, discard a creature card, search your library for a creature card, reveal it, put it into your hand, then shuffle. The extended art is going for $3 pre-sale. This card before that was resting probably around 15 I know I pulled one not too long ago for a Masters set and sold it for about that. Again, $3 is a significant drop. Next, expensive reprint in the main set. We have Underground River. It is one of the Painlands. All of the Painlands have been reprinted at this point between the last two sets. Meaning, if you need Painlands, they are all budget options right now. The Underground River Borderless is $2.30 for the pre-sale. If you do not have an Underground River because the other one was like $15, now is a perfect time to pick it up, seeing it is, a, it is like probably a dollar for the normal, and if you want to bling out your deck, it's only $2 to do so. And the last most, most noteworthy reprint that we got in this set Painful Quandary. Painful Quandary is a 3 and 2 black enchantment, and it says whenever an opponent casts a spell, that player loses 5 life unless they discard a card. This card was crazy expensive when Turgrid was printed. The fact that you were taxing your opponents to discard a card or they lost 5 life is a huge effect in Commander. I mean, 5 life is definitely more noteworthy in you know when you're playing this in like limited and sealed i mean this card sucks because it's an enchantment it's hard to remove but even in commander five life is a lot i mean life is a resource so being cut off from five life is harsh the extended art painful quandary is a dollar fifty this card before this was almost going for fifteen to twenty dollars this card is almost a bulk rare and it most likely will because these are pre sale prices so as you can tell this set is going to be amazing for reprints if there are any cards that you need from this set i highly recommend that you buy them when this card releases this weekend there are so many valuable reprints and i don't think that there's a whole lot of value in the set itself so definitely buy singles i do not think that you need to go and crack packs of the set i think if you enjoy this set more than like go for it crack packs if you are looking for the serial number cards go crack collector boosters there are so much other value in this set and the commons uncommons there are so many playable cards that i'm sure even if you don't want them you are able to trade them to someone that will enjoy them this set is amazing all the way through from every nook and cranny this set has so many great cards so many good ways to play go go play it i don't know what to tell you go play a draft with your friends go get into a sealed event I mean, even maybe, 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 maybe play Arena so you can play this set. I'm not a huge fan of Arena. I don't care for it. I think Alchemy's stupid and I don't like to support in-game purchases and stuff. But I don't know. This set just seems like really fun. I don't play Standard, but I feel like there's so many cool cards from the set that I think Standard will be fun to tinker with, especially with a lot of these new mechs. I think that's going to wrap up this episode. This was kind of a shorter one for a Wednesday but I just wanted to build up hype for this set. This is the Magic 30 product. There is no other product we are receiving this year. I mean, get, I mean, Jumpstart's pretty cool. The Jumpstart main set that we're going to get, Jumpstart 2022, looks pretty neat. Some of the spoilers. But this set as like a historic, like memorable set that has so many cool cards. We got old border treatments. We got schematics, foil, not like old border foils. 
I mean, we got Mishra and Urza. We got Gix on a card. First time we're ever seeing Gix, and he's awesome. I don't know what more you want. I mean, obviously, if you were able to get one of the Magic 30th Countdown Secret Layers, like I was, I feel bad even saying that I got one at this point. But, I mean, that is awesome if you got your hands on one. If you wanted one and you didn't, I am sorry. I mean, this Wizards is to blame. I mean, there's nothing that... You shouldn't blame... I'm going on a mini rant here, but you shouldn't, if you're mad at anybody, it's mad at Wizards. You should not be mad at if your friend got one or something. If they got one, then you should be happy for them, and maybe they'll trade you stuff from it. I know I'm not keeping, if if I open it, I'm honestly thinking about selling it sealed because it might be a little expensive. If you open it and you're not using the cards and you know that you, some of your friends wanted it, definitely trade with them. If there's one card that they wanted from the set, trade it to them. It might even be worth just giving it to them. There are definitely going to be some cards in that that are definitely going to be bulk, but there's also some good reprints. And speaking of reprints, if you need to point them in the direction of reprints, look no further than Brothers War. Alright, I'm going to wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Go play Brothers War. Have some Rock'em Sock'em robot fights. And just have fun. And celebrate Magic 30 with a historic event and a just amazing standard set.